Um, and something that we've been wanting to talk about is depression. And like when I first met Danny, if you don't mind me saying, like when we had like loads of deep chats and stuff, you were still going through a bit of depression and I yeah. was as well. A lot, because I think a lot of people think that depression is just that somebody's upset and they're not feeling well. And it's not that at all. Is it? Uh, and, and getting things off my chest or getting any worries off my chest before they start to manifest into something that can, can be out of control. I think that's spot on. It's working out spaces where you can just literally offload and be yourself. Hey up everyone and welcome to our Mental Health Gym podcast. I love you, alright? I just wonder why you were pushing a screw then oh, to start it off. I was trying to be all professional. Right. And then I'll just put you around a little bit. I'm trying to cover boob and belly because right. that's what's happened in this pregnancy. Nothing else fits me. So I'm wearing a charity shop find party top. Talking to microphone. Sorry. Yeah, the, the, this learning. is why it cuts out. This is why it cuts out, guys, because she don't she don't listen to me. Never does. So mental. Oh, back in the gym, back in the gym again. <sighs> so, but do you know what? I've got to say, I am quite liking this gym. This kind of gym doing doing me doing me good, just talking to you and putting it out there, and, and then you guys giving a bit of feedback. So uh, yeah, and it's so lovely getting all your comments on YouTube as yeah. well. Um, and something that we've been wanting to talk about is depression because a lot of you contact us and you're suffering from depression and low mood and whether it be for a long period or a small bout. Um, but whatever it is, it can be really debilitating. But what I wanted to talk about as well is us to both as so-called entertainers. So I used to do belly dancing and presenting and stuff. Yeah. And obviously you you do all the YouTube um, and you're putting on a performance to an extent, even though it's yourself. Yeah. It's about how you manage that. So and even if you're not an entertainer at home, you'll be putting on a performance, whether it be for your your partner or your kids, you, you're always putting on that face, even when you feel rubbish. So it's actually talking about what is the truth. And I always say the truth behind my smile, for example, because I could be really sad and I'll still smile. A lot, because I think a lot of people think that depression is just that somebody's upset and they're not feeling well. And it's not that at all, is it? It's It, it can be a variety of things where, yeah, you, you are upset, you're not, you're not feeling well, but it's like you're down in the dumps, you're worried about something and it can just lead you in this downward spiral and then, then it can lead to depression of, oh, I don't want to do this, I don't want to do that, don't, you know, and it's loads of things. But me as, like you said, as a performer, as a YouTuber, you know, when I've been performing, you do have to put a face on a lot of the time. Uh, and it's like, hey, oh, look, see, told you. Uh, sorry, guys, sticking my finger in front front at thing then because we've turned up to do this today and this is it, you see, because sometimes as well, when you're rushing about, you forget things, don't you? Charge my phone. Uh, but no, for me, it, it, it was difficult at some points because... I'd go out and I'd perform and I'd be, I'd be filming uh, for it, my takeaway or filming on TV, doing the radio show and you come across as jolly and happy and yeah, everything's all right. But, you know, I, I knew that I've got to go home and I've got things to do at home. I've got to sort the kids out. It may be that the kids weren't feeling too good or, I've you know, with we, 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 my kids who are issues at home that I've got to address and talk to them about. And then it, it all sometimes got on top of me. And 
I found it very easy to hide away and not tell anybody about it. But I think one of the key things now I've found is that what works personally for me, because again, we're not professionals, this is just our experience. I find it that, you know, like like we all, when, when we first got in a relationship together, we said we're all going to start off by just speaking the truth and telling each other how we're feeling. Yeah. So because I'm able to do that, I just find it so refreshing now that I can say, oh, do you know what, love, I, I've had a bad day, uh, and, and getting things off my chest or getting any worries off my chest before they start to manifest into something that can, can be out of control and then lead me into a depressive state where I'm then like, I don't want to think about that, I don't want to think about it. And I think that's spot on. It's working out spaces where you can just literally offload and be yourself. And, like, when I first met Danny, if you don't mind me saying, like, when we had, like, loads of deep chats and stuff, you were still going through a bit of depression, and I yeah. was as well. Um, and it wasn't that we weren't ourselves, because you were still making jokes, so we both were. But when we weren't performing or entertaining for media... Um, we were a lot more serious than people would think yeah, in yeah. our background. And it wasn't because it's fake what we talk and do in the media, but there's a certain level of you have to show up in a certain way. And you almost, sometimes I think it's good to have that little escapism. But for me, I think you had a good balance. Whereas for me, I'd go through the highest highs to get really giddy with all the adrenaline if I was about to present or yeah. dance. And then I'd go the natural anyway, whether you get depression or not, as a performer, you get that drop in anxiety and uh, that drop in adrenaline, sorry. Um, so you get that big sharp spike and then a drop. So yeah. it can be hard to manage, which is why I think so many professional sports players, reality TV stars, people who've been on TV ages and then they stop, get quite bad bouts of depression often because they're used to that adrenaline and then suddenly it goes. Yeah. You, well, you used to it being a certain way, aren't you? And like, like you said, they mentioned rugby players. So, as some of you know, that I quite enjoy my rugby, and I know quite a few rugby players, and, and I've seen it where they've been, you know, day in day out, the training, the part of a team, the part of a collective of, 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 of people that, you know, basically a lot, a lot of the time they do a lot of things together as a team. So then, all of a sudden, then to to be doing that for ten years, to then go to I'm sat at home on my own here. What am I doing? Yeah, I've took kids to school. I've done school run. Now what do I do? I, I'd usually be down at the gym or I'd be out for a coffee with boys and then looking forward to playing a game on a Friday night. What do I do now? It's it's difficult. It's difficult. And then when when they do go out and people are still recognising them, they, they then get that rush of adrenaline again. But then within a matter of minutes, it's gone. And then they're back to feeling, well, this is not how I used to be. So yeah. it's difficult, isn't it? I think that's what's really nice. We went to an all-stars match, which is a charity um, run by Life uh, Life for a Kid, yeah, isn't yeah. it? Um, and it supports children's hospital charities and whatnot. But meeting kind of former professional rugby players, I thought that was such a nice balance that they had because they were all playing together and celebrities as well. And it was like they had that camaraderie again. They were doing something for a purpose. They had people yep. there supporting. But also I think sometimes it is good to take a step back, you know, because a lot of performers, we have breakdowns, we're just humans. So actually sometimes it is good to take a step back, but it's almost like a gradual step back rather than just going from all the time performing and then nothing. Yep. 
it's that kind of in between which is good for your mental health but you're still getting that nice buzz and that camaraderie yeah yeah and like i said we're only talking from personal experiences and it's like i think as well not so much with, with the rate my takeaway but i know that when i used to perform magic uh, i used to get really nervous especially like the first few times i did it i got really nervous and then i remember one one, one show i did and i thought you know what I, i've completely fluffed this and and, and i give them the money back uh, and they were fine with it, they were fine, but I just felt myself I could have done a lot better. But then that then led then to, to anxiety for the next time, and it, it, you know, like days leading up to the next one, I went into a bit of a downer because I'm thinking if I do that again, and then I was convincing myself that I would, you know, and I think yeah. that, you know, then when you start, you know, then depression sets in and you're like, oh no. If I do that again, it's going to ruin it, and people are not going to want me back, and all this. But luckily, I went and I just blasted through it, and got through it, and, and managed to overcome, uh, you know, the anxiety around the situation. But it's it, it's what worries me is how fast sometimes some people can go into uh, a depressive state around things because your brain can just tell you to do different things and, and make you think different things and it's oh it's, it's bad in it yeah like they always say follow the five ways to well-being so that's um to keep connected to try and stay active um eat healthily kind of get out and about in your community learn and give it's about growth all the time and i think there's some of the best ways to try and stay well but i do think sometimes as well even if you're not an entertainer well, it, it can. Depression can hit you at any point. And yeah. I think sometimes the worst time I, I know when I've been through depressive episodes has been when I've been at home and then I've gone through a long period of depression and there's not really been any cause. Yeah. And you're going, but on the outside, my life is perfect, but I'm trapped in this, like, almost like a snow globe. I'm trapped in the middle. Yeah. And I can see all these things happening and I remember one Christmas, I would just literally lie under my covers. And it was to do with my eating disorder at that time. Um, and I didn't want to face the Christmas dinner. I didn't want to face all the chocolate. I didn't want to face all that. And I could see all these happy things and memories around me. And I just could not engage with it. And yeah. I just remember just being lost. And everyone's like, but you've got food on the table. You've got family around you. And that's the thing. It's not to... There's sometimes not even a real cause or a root cause to it. Yeah, and do you know what? As well, I think like with that, when, when you say you've got people around, it's good to have people around you. Uh, but sometimes it's got to be people that understand because sometimes you can have people around you that don't quite understand what situation you're in, and if they don't understand it themselves, it can make it very difficult for you. So if they're constantly asking you questions, if they're constantly uh, saying, "Well, everything's all, all right. What's wrong with you? What's wrong with you?" And it, it can make it it can make it feel really hard and difficult for you. Uh, so yeah, I think it's about surrounding yourself by people that understand you. Yeah, uh, and they and they they get your cues because people say, "Oh, it's good to talk," and sometimes it is. But for some people, it's not about talking. So, like Daniel always tell <laughs> when I know when my brain's gone into a grey haze of like feeling overwhelmed, and then I'll hopefully I can read from you when yeah. I know that you just need to focus on something positive and just be let yeah. and just 
deal, I'll deal with everything See, else the, and you just Yeah, the reason out. why I giggled a little bit then is because when, when we first got together, you used to laugh, didn't you? Because I used to go, you're right, love. Yeah. You're right, love. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you're all right, love. And, hey, you're right, love. Are you sure you're all right? Yeah, you're all right, love. And uh, because I'd, I'd like, I could see, I could see by your body language that that you were struggling with something or there was something playing on your mind. But for me, I want to talk about stuff. But like, obviously, I've learned pretty quickly with you that you'll talk about things. But before you talk about it, you've got to process it. And by to be able for you to process things, sometimes it's quiet, leaving on your own, or you're going for a run or a jog and. You know, doing a bit of exercise. So I know that now. Well, most of the time I know that. Sometimes I still go, you're right, love. Or uh, <laughs> what did you say that? Uh, uh, you said something last night when I said, what What do I do when I get on your nerves? Oh, you'll poke me and like, I'm in an annoying mood, what's up? And you'll yeah. flick me yeah. on the face. Yeah, because I said, you know, what's one thing that annoys, you know, we've been together now for a while and I said, there's got to be something that, that I do that annoys you. And that's what it was because I go... I'm in an annoying mood now and I just prod it because I want a response and I want to be like mischievous. That's what it is. I'm in a mischievous mood. And my thing is that she just leaves loads of crap in my car, to be honest with you. Yeah, yeah. which I do. Nobody I do. Spags. I did even notice that myself and I didn't dare say it because I thought if I'm noticing yeah. it, Danny Well, she's noticed it because she walks it. in her house now and it's nice and tiny because it's all stacked up in my boot. <laughs> <laughs> and then that puts me into a depressive state. Because I'm thinking, oh, stay no, that's not proper depression. <laughs> that's just being annoying, just annoyed me. at me. No, it causes me anxiety, you know, sometimes. I know that much, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah because you like things in order. Well, it's because in, in the boat of my car, I had a box. And I put things in the box that I know I'm going to be keeping in the car that I might need. And then I got all that space for stuff. And But Sophie never uses the box. But she I uses think bags. Like we were saying before, when we've spoken on previous episodes, it's about, like, your coping mechanisms. Understanding. So... Yeah, it's trying to, like, I know for you that's really, like, big. And yeah. even last so night... So she's cleared it all out today, haven't you? I will, no, no, I she promise, hasn't. I promise. Um, but I know that for you that's big, having things in order, because that just helps your mind. And then obviously if it was to get to an ob- obsession, then that's unhealthy. Yeah. But I get why you need that, because as they do say, and it's true, I've had a declutterer at my house before, and it's like a... Tidy home, a tidy yeah. mind. I used to know exactly what's in my car. Now I just yeah. have not got a clue. Dinosaurs. What? <laughs> yeah, but and it, it's it's trying to work out what is. So we've. Oh, yeah. So we've we've gone off the video, but you can hear us on audio. So now you can see pretty photos of us. Yeah, with instead pretty photos, of cutaways. So I'm hoping that it's saved that video. So I'm going to have a look that it's saved the yeah, video. Yeah, it has. Are you sure? Yeah. yeah. Ooh, I don't know about that. That's just telling us a different story. <laughs> but yeah, so I'll um, let you carry on. Yeah, so it's finding those healthy coping mechanisms rather than anything that becomes obsessive. But what we'd really love to know what has helped you. For us both, if you don't mind me saying, we both have had medication for depression and yep. different mental health issues. And for me, obviously, it's exercise and medication. It's a combination which works. So I know there's five ways to well-being to stay as well as possible. Um, But at the same time, in times of my life, and even now, I still have medication to give me that, just that little nudge up. Because sometimes I just think, like a physical health issue, there's something in my brain um, that sometimes isn't 
functioning a bit like if I had an issue with my arm or something. Yeah. It's just that. And also, like, you know, don't do what I've done in the past and just think, oh, I'm all right now. I'll stop taking these. And then, nah, it doesn't work like that, does it? When you, you've been uh, taking something to help you and all of a sudden you decide that you're all right and you stop. There's a reason why we have doctors and they give you advice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we're not doctors. Found that out the hard way. But um, anyway, let us know what helps you. And also, if you've got any questions, anything you'd like answering, or if you'd like to, us to try different... We did some chocolate meditation, but if there's anything weird and wonderful you'd like us to try, yeah, I've heard of heavy, me- heavy metal yoga. That's something I Do you know what I want to try? And I reckon we should do this and, 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 and put this on as a video. I reckon we should... Set ourselves a task of doing it sometime in 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 what well, in, in March now, aren't we? So we can't do it in March. Let's try it in April. All right, rage room. <gasps> yeah, rage room. Yep, rage room. Let's try that. I think that's it. That's definitely a winner because I need to learn how to have some anger. Yeah. So with those rage rooms, you go in. Yeah. And there'll be like a TV and pictures and cupboards and all sorts of stuff and you, you're in a boiler suit and some some gla- some sexy glasses some st- and you get sledgehammer or whatever and you start smashing it up wicked yeah. so I'm going to have to find some rage yeah, yeah. You can put pictures of it no you can't do that can you <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so if you've got out like that that you think we should try let us know and we can we can we can put a video up that'd be quite that'd be quite cool just to see I'd like to know how I would feel doing that. Yeah. Would it would it relieve tension? I don't know. I don't know because it's not my stuff. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, that's true. And you know, and you know, you've paid to smash it up. Yeah, it would be a good. I yeah. think that would be a good shout. So we're going to try getting raged. I wonder but if that's what my kids do every day in house. Have a rage room because they leave it a right mess. Don't they? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Right, thank you so much for listening and watching everyone. And we will see you all next week. See you soon. Bye-bye.